Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Houndman Podcast. I'm Ken Lagerstrom, your host. Looks like this is going to be not quite a weekly podcast anymore. Uh, things have gotten pretty busy, home life, family life, and all kinds of things going on. So I'm going to keep doing the podcast anytime I can. It'll be kind of weekly for my schedule. So when it seems like a week has gone by, that's when another one will come up. But it seems to me like about a week has gone by, and I look at the calendar, and it's been an awful lot longer than that. So anyway, I'm getting on with it. This week, uh, the questions kept coming in, so today we're going to be doing questions, questions, and more questions. Um, let's see, first one we've got here was, uh, uh, no name here, but saying, I have initials on the palm of my hand. What could that mean? And, well, traditional palmistry sometimes interprets letters or initials, you know, such as the M for money, but I've found these interpretations really don't have any accuracy when you, when you examine them properly. And because the hands, uh, they show the flow of individual energy patterns and their interaction is what is important when you're reading the hands. So letters are simply chance formations that are best either ignored or you can interpret them for each individual line that makes up the letter. Next, a question from Kaylee who writes in, um, I've got a connected head and heart line on my left hand that goes straight across. What does that mean? And so get a lot of questions on this one. The connected head and heart line, it's known as the simian line or simian crease or palmer crease, different names for it. Uh, several different interpretations of the simian line formation. But all that uh, is really agreed on at this time is that it does show a pretty remarkably intense personality. And a lot more information on the simian line. Take a look at the website and some links to it from there. Okay, and then we've got another one from Rahi, uh, who writes in that, um, how can a hand reader predict the length of someone's life uh, within five or ten minutes of seeing somebody's hand? You know, is somebody stringing me a line? And, well, yes, in fact, they, um, they might believe what they're saying, but palmistry cannot accurately predict the future. And this is because the lines of the hands do change somewhat as we grow and develop. So any future that is being read on the lines is subject to change. So it can show the probable future uh, based on our present thoughts and actions, but not the future. And it does take only a minute or two for a competent hand analyst to really assess things like that probable lifespan based on present thoughts and actions. But there is, of course, some controversy according to the um, validity of hand analysis as a predictive method. So, you know, predicting uh, the lifespan, it's... Um, you know, to put it mildly, I guess, um, for most hand readers to do it, it's incompetent at best or dangerous at worst. So I might get into a bit of trouble with a few colleagues on that one, but there's my opinion on it. And then we've got one over from M&M, um, uh, who writes in, um, what is the reincarnation, reincarnation line on the hand? Where can the reincarnation line be found, and what's its meaning? Okay, well, um, there is no specific reincarnation line in hand analysis. Some systems look at the fingerprints uh, to interpret reincarnation and life purpose. Other systems will look to the line of fate. But personally, I have found no part of hand analysis that can be considered accurate for interpreting reincarnation. Next, we have a question from Philip, who writes in on another on the simian line, uh, wanting to know how to live well with it and become comfortable. Uh, feel it's part of his identity and need to feel comfortable with it. 
And, well, Philip, it's, Simeon line is not really something that people get comfortable with. It's more a matter of learning to harness the power as a productive force in the life. So uh, there are several people who are quite uh, prominent in business who do have the Simeon line. So it's by no means a completely negative trait. But remember, as you look into uh, what is the Simeon line and its meaning, traditional European palmistry tends to view it as a completely negative trait, whereas uh, other cultures tend to view it as very favorable or even blessed. So the jury's still out on that one. It's uh, kind of a double-edged sword. Next question from Suraj, who has experience in hand analysis, and uh, I have, writes in, I have one line originating from the middle of my right palm under the index finger. It runs parallel to my headline. It ends just below the Mount of Apollo. Do you know what the significance of this line is? So, well, that one can be interpreted several different ways, but the most common interpretations would be either a partial girdle of Venus or a short and partial line of heart. And out of the two uh, interpretations there, the second is far more accurate. So I would interpret that as the short and partial line of heart. But you will find some people trying to call that a girdle of Venus. And then from Jared, who writes in, how many bones are there in a human hand? Well, Jared, there's normally 27 bones in the hand, in each hand, including eight bones that are in the wrist. And then one from John, who's got a longer question, um, saying a hand analyst once looked at the palm of his hand and immediately concluded that I'm alive for the first time, that he's a new soul, not reincarnated. So it looks like we're getting a few reincarnation questions here. Uh, he's asking, can such a judgment be made on the hands based of an instant palm examination? And, see, it says, doesn't quite fit in with the concept that um, all souls were present at the revelation. Uh, okay, so, uh, although some systems of palmistry do claim to be able to interpret past lives, I personally disagree with these contentions, and I do consider them to be a very poor and sometimes damaging use of hand analysis. It's also these kinds of unprovable theories that keep hand analysis from being more closely examined by the medical and other scientific communities. So the forer effect is what keeps the public believing in the fortune-telling and other negative uses of palmistry, while it is called subjective validation that makes the palm reader believe that his predictions and analyses are accurate, even when they're not. So a couple terms to look into, the forer effect and subjective validation. That'll help you understand a lot more there. And I doubt the person was trying to trick you or anything. Uh, he very likely believes completely what he was saying about the reincarnation. As far as its accuracy, that can be considered in question. Uh, your palms probably just have fewer lines than most and with hands that are a somewhat square shape. And this combination is sometimes read as a new soul by a few palmistry systems, but it can more accu accurately be interpreted as just a practical and forceful personality. And when, personally, again, when I'm considering a hand analyst's ability, these are the kinds of interpretations that let me know that the analyst in question is almost certainly inexperienced or incompetent, and or more often than I like to admit, an outright fraud. Uh, either way, their information can be dangerous and misleading. Uh, several systems of palmistry do deal with past lives, but from my opinion, again, since past lives cannot be proven, these theories are not at all scientific, so they would fall into the realm of philosophy, not scientific hand analysis. And, you know, I'm starting to digress here a bit, but from my understanding of the universe, there can be no such thing as a new soul. Even the particles of our own physical bodies were once part of a star, 
Nothing's new, simply transformed and reorganized. The soul is the part that's connected directly to, and is an extension of, a universal force of energy that some will call God. So anyway, I'm digressing a bit there, keep it to the hand, so I hope that answers the question on it. And Rebecca writes in, I've read somewhere in a Chinese palmistry book that if the last finger of the right hand for females, or the left hand for males, goes past the topmost line of the fourth finger, the person is meant to be able to overcome his or her life's biggest obstacle. And some people actually grow their fingernail to make sure it passes this line. And so is that particular palmistry thing true? And well, like most traditional palmistry, there is a small bit of truth to the interpretations. But personally, I consider these to be very limited and inaccurate. The high-set baby finger, that's the longer finger uh, on the baby finger, shows a person with more confidence and very little insecurity about communication, uh, interaction with others. The high-set finger does make it look longer. Someone with very little personal insecurity is almost certain to do better in life than a person who focuses on negativity, worry, and uh, constant insecurities. So is that overcoming life's biggest obstacle? No. The longer finger doesn't mean they're overcoming it. Uh, even if a baby finger was very long, that simply shows that the, the strong potential and the communication skills, but potential's got to be developed, which takes time and effort. So is that time and effort they put in overcoming life's biggest obstacle? And again, no, it's not. Uh, the fingernails they show our internal defenses as well, and the baby finger represents our communications with others. So a long fingernail on the baby finger tends to indicate that there is very little difficulty in communication and interaction with others, a much more relaxed um, uh, personality. And long fingernails also change the part of the fingertip that's used to touch. So it changes which nerve endings are used, and it prevents the use of the tip of the finger. That causes the pad of the finger to be used more where there are more nerve endings. It's more densely packed at the pad. So more nerve endings means greater sensitivity. So thus, a person with a long baby fingernail will be more sensitive to their communications with others, but perhaps too sensitive at times. And Jess writes in, I have a friend who claims to be psychic, who has a simian line on both hands of the palms. Another simian line question. He also has a friend who is, uh, has the simian line on both hands, and that friend claims to be psychic too. Or is this th true, or are they just playing tricks on me? So, well, a couple of points on this one. The simian line does uh, show a very intense personality. So to begin with, not the type of person you want to get into an argument with unless it's absolutely necessary. And variations of the simian line marking do occur on at least 2% of hands. And everyone is psychic in several ways to some degree. Some people are just more experienced or sensitive to perceiving non-corporeal stimuli. Uh, always remember that any advisor, psychic advisor, financial advisor, personal life coach advisor, doesn't matter what kind, any advisor, they can only offer advice that'll bring person to their own quality of life. And so, in other words, a psychic with a rich and happy life will give good advice, whereas a psychic with problems and negativity will give poor advice. Now on to the giveaway. This week's handy prize is a copy of the e-book Traits of Being A to Z by Jennifer Hirsch of the Chorology Center in South Africa. This was not one last time, so it's up for grabs again this uh, episode. To enter, send an email to podcast at humanhand.com with the subject giveaway. And you'll also have to correctly answer the following skill-testing question. 
in hand analysis, which finger is normally associated with the mind and with the thoughts. So one winner will be randomly selected from all correct entries, and the closing date for this giveaway is August 31st. Age 19 or older to enter, and only one entry per person, please. Good luck. And that's going to be about all the time we have for today's Handman Podcast. So thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in again next time for another episode. If you have any comments or questions regarding this broadcast, please send them by email to podcast at humanhand.com. And you can also visit my website at www.humanhand.com. Thank you, and have a great day.